0: Welcome to Sparks, a podcast from Ignium, designed to help you reignite your passion and drive your business forwards. This is the final episode in the series of three recorded between Victoria Melville and Phil Rose in 2019. In this episode, we discuss compassion, mental health and culture in business and its impact on businesses in 2020 and beyond. This podcast was recorded in 2019 prior to the 2020 pandemic and raises some key issues that employers and employees can take note of related to stress and people's willingness to speak up about their mental health which you might find useful. Please remember to leave us a short review and a rating as this helps the podcast be found by others who might find it interesting. Remember to drop us a note of topics you would like to hear about in the future and also if you have guests you think would be useful send those a note too. Enjoy the show!
1: Hi. Um. Today, I'm joined by Phil Rose, co-founder of Ignium, leadership development and change experts. Hi, Phil. Thanks for joining us again.
0: Hi, Victoria. Great to speak to you again. To
1: speak to you. I um. I know we've been having lots of discussions about what's going to happen over the next decade, and we've touched on quite a few things. When we recently spoke, we talked about uh, the impact of technological advances on the workplace. Um, yes. And. One point that you pulled out that would be really good to look at um, in further detail is about compassion and how employers yeah. need to show compassion to their to their workforce in relation to how technology, it doesn't have, just have to be technology, but how technology can impact on that work-life yeah. balance. We'd have to be living under a rock, really, wouldn't we, if we, did, if we ignored the fact that there's something every day in the press about mental health. People are much, much more aware of it. Um, and just wanted to talk about how that impacts businesses and how they behave
0: yeah I think it's a it's a massive thing and and it's a good thing that's coming out as well I think uh, for too long we especially in Britain have had the uh, uh, shut up and put up mentality with regard to mental health Um, typically I know of my parents generation it was um, stop complaining get on with the job and I think there's a lot of mental health issues yet to come out from under that rock Um, so I think businesses today are really having to think about well-being, about health uh, and mental health and allowing employees to step up and say, I'm suffering. I've had problems. I need to deal with it. Um, And and I think we always think about mental health as being uh, something where you're going to be sectioned or or locked away or whatever the the phrases that we use in the 70s. But actually, mental health can take so many different guises now and and stress is a big issue and it leads into mental health and i think for me people are now have, are becoming more able to put their hand up and say i need help can you help and businesses themselves have to now sit up and say you know what? we can because we're all humans at the end of the day we relate to this and you know what? if we want to get the best out of of workforce we need to be compassionate with
1: it and that's the key for this do you think um, we saw recently about um, there being a group of around 30 big employers in the UK, so you Lloyds Banking Group, Unilever and John Lewis, for example, talking yeah. about making pledges. Now, making a pledge is all very well. How do they make, how do they start to make that change and improve the standards within their businesses? Yeah, I,
0: I think this is really interesting. There was, a, there was an article in the Times back in October about this. Um, and those companies, there's the of them. They said, that "We need to, we need to overhaul mental health in our workplace. We need to do things differently." Um, and from the survey that was put out, they said that they only half of workers at that time felt comfortable talking about mental health. And, and from that perspective, they weren't catching those who had had problems because they were feeling the stigma of having the finger pointed at. Say, "You've got a problem." So businesses themselves. They have to start doing something. It's all very well standing up to say we're going to do something different, but you've actually got to take action. Um, And this is one of the big things for those companies now. They've got to do something. They've got to set up wellbeing workshops. And it's about allowing people not just to talk about mental health, but actually to take time out to relax, to do different things. And that will help improve their mental health. In the same way we go and improve our fitness, we need to do things physically and mentally to help us move through the day. And that's what businesses need to allow people to do.
1: It's really interesting you relate that to fitness because you know uh, when I've walked into major organisations, you know there'll be a there'll be a g- company gym in the basement yeah. of the building and all those things. So you know uh, our business is finally realising it's okay to be fit and strong, but you still you know if your head's not in the right place, I'm not going to get the best out of you. Uh,
0: this, this is a big thing, I think. Sometimes it's the big and strong ones who are the ones who've got the biggest problems, and they're the ones who aren't. Uh, from a psychological point of view, covering up what's going on for them really and you know it's 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 almost a, not relating the two here at all but the bully at work is often the one who's got the biggest problems and is bullying because that's the way they get around it for themselves uh and i think we need to be aware of what people to do to let off steam to do things differently and for me you know personally for me i do a lot of exercise exercise is my outlet i swim i run i cycle i do those things but actually you still have these things going on in your head and i think Businesses need to just be aware of what's happening to their employees. And, and again, I use this word compassion. And, and the second one I come back to as well is how do I create an environment where people all feel they can support each other? Because actually that team environment, that culture is central to it. So it's not just the management. It's actually allowing everybody to say, look, we're all part of this group together. How do we all appreciate each other for our own uniqueness?
1: and that kind of links back also to the use of technology in the businesses because you know with the immediacy of news you can't help but feel bombarded i know for example i I removed facebook from my phone because just you know it's full of just distracting noise and actually it can add to stress levels how can businesses think about how they use uh, their technology I,
0: I think this is a, a big thing again i think there's, there's a number of things here um, and, and a lot of technology now has um systems built in it apps to look at your screen time look at your time of spending on each device i know my iphone you know a- apple brought to you that a number of years ago where you can look at the the screen time you can monitor and then you can set up your family to understand that so there's part of it is awareness part of it is also just allowing people to look at what technology suits them you know over the years people have had different desk to designs to enable their posture to be um, correctly positioned and I think with from a uh, an IT perspective using screens using our phones actually we have to think about that in terms of what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another so I think there's a there's a view here that we need to look at okay what's most appropriate how do we work with the aesthetics of the design but also the practicality and also just looking at the psychological impact of having all this news flashing up all the time
1: there is something about culture here so when we had our interview with thomas davis from temporal we talked about culture and that comes from the top right so if you have somebody we talked about in when we were talking the other day about um technology as well if you're always on so yeah. if you're at the top of the business and you're the ceo and you're always on that adds to a pressure even if that's not real that adds to some kind of pressure. Culture is really, really key. It's not just about having being having a great culture. What is that culture of that business?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know it's interesting. The, the the phrase I often use and this has been said a few times before is culture eats strategy for breakfast. Uh, and for me that's about you know we can create the best strategy of it. That's the culture supporting it. And culture culture at the heart is about really being clear what the purpose of the business is what the values are you espouse in that business, and more importantly, what the behaviours you expect from individuals. And that behaviour comes from top down and bottom up because I want people in the top of the organisation to walk the talk, to understand that taking time out to do things differently is key to their business. Um, I often talk to um, clients about this and say, OK, look, how do, you, how do you manage this always on from a point of view of if you're always looking to do your job, without taking time out to think strategically, you're never going to create the future for your business. The key here is technology can help from a point of view of AI, automation, robotics. That's all part of how do you build that into the strategy. And the key is taking time out to understand what it has to do for you. People are too busy sometimes to take time out and therefore they get swamped and technologies is, we're just going to get the next best thing. They don't think what it can do for them and strategically what advantage it will give them but also, what's the impact on their employees? Because the employees are still fundamentally important to that business.
1: That's fantastic. It's absolutely fascinating. I think we could talk and talk for hours about yeah, this. Um, yeah. It, it would be really interesting to see what this uh, big, you know, the thirty big employers pledge. If the, what comes out of that um, during twenty twenty and beyond? But I think uh, the whole mental health debate will rumble on for quite some time
0: I think it will I think that the other thing that, that, that would also come out as well this very year uh, 181 US corporations signed up in the same way that we've got 30 UK corporations signing up to mental health pledge 181 US corporations signed up to uh, delivering business that delivered more than just making money and I think that's the key as well that we're going to see in 2020 and that's going to be the bit around where uh, mental health and technology all start to coincide
1: That's fantastic, that's absolutely fascinating Thank you so much Phil for your time, really appreciate you chatting You're welcome, it you,
0: thanks, thanks Victoria All
1: right. Thanks so much
0: So that concludes this episode of Sparks Thanks for listening We're always looking for ideas on how to drive this podcast forward So if you've got comments please leave them via a review of our show along with your rating or send us an email to sparks at evmconsult.com